90s brother. I am your host, Brendan Pointer. Along with me is Adam J. Pittler. How's it going, buddy? It's not a tumor! <laughs> it's good, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm sorry. I was just I, I didn't know how to... I didn't know what to say. You kind of you kind of stunned me there. Um, yeah, I, that's what I do. I'm a stone-cold <laughs> stunner. Well, we've, have, you ever, uh, we've, have you ever... With, have you ever stone cold stunned anyone? What's this? Why do you know a stone? Is that like a wrestling term? You don't know what a stone cold stunner is? No. You ki- you kick somebody in the undercarriage, and then when they're bending over, you turn around and you grab their head on your shoulder, and then you like slam them to the ground, and then like pop back up and fly like a slingshot. Is that like a Steve Austin thing? Yes, absolutely. I was just going to say that when you stone cold stun somebody, first of all, you have to actually kick them pretty hard in like the shin or the balls to get them to like drop their guard enough for you to do the stunner. You can't just like, you can't just go right into the stunner. It never works. And secondly, when you go to go into the stunner and you start pulling down on their head, they better be a lot smaller than you. Otherwise, they're just going to, you're just going to go hit your butt and that's all that's going to happen. And they're just going to be standing there with, in, in kind of like a reverse headlock saying, let me go, and like kicking you from behind. <laughs> That's way too much information that for uh, that I need. I, 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 you know, I never really watched WWE. Well, someday so, uh, when you need to stone cold sun somebody, you'll, you'll think of me in that little moment of truth. You're right. It's like I'll, like I'll think back to this moment that we were talking about, the stone cold yeah. stunner. In the, if you notice, in the beginning of movies, people always say flippant comments like that, and you think they're just like they're just talking, and then they always come back later. Like there's like there's very few lines in like movies that don't have some meaning in some way. So if you ever hear something weird like that in a movie, it's like oh they're gonna do that later. Like they just ruin the ending for me. That's how I think every time. I always like know because like, I don't know. I've just seen enough movies. They just leave little hints like that. Speaking mm-hmm. of movies, what are we talking about today? Well, this week, we are talking about one of our favorite 90s cop movies. We're talking about Kindergarten Cop. Oh! Oh, and I'm I'm very excited. But we've had this one planned for about um, a couple weeks now. I know we've been, we haven't done a show in a while. Um, But, um, but yeah, we went on a little sabbatical, and now we're back. And we're going to do, you know, one of the most beloved, uh, uh, let's see, Cop movies. I don't even know if you really call it a cop movie, but I guess I guess you do. Uh, of uh, of the nineties. So uh, why don't you uh, why don't you start us off with uh, the little little synopsis of uh, what Kindergarten Cop's all about, Adam? All right. So uh, Kindergarten Cop, one of my favorite nineties movies, one of my favorite Arnold movies, and I'm a big big fan of all things Arnold. Well, almost all things Arnold. Let's be real. Junior sucked, and uh, Twins wasn't that great, but Junior really sucked. Anyway, Kindergarten Cop was really good. It was sort of uh, a softer Arnold. You know, most of his movies were more straight-edge action, and um, this one had more of like a comedy side to it. But I thought it worked really well because it was kind of a fish-out-of-water story. So essentially, Arnold plays this uh, detective, and he's hunting this murderer. Um, And I I can't remember the actor's name, but the murderer's character name is Chris. And uh, so anyway, the whole time, I remember Arnold going, crisp, things like that. So Arnold and there's like this lady cop, they're chasing this dude uh, in California, I think. And they get some tip that the dude has moved to Oregon. Um, And they don't really know why, but they think it's to be 
after a while, they think it's, he moved there to be closer to his, like, his ex-girlfriend and his son. And his ex-girlfriend, like, ran away from Chris because he's a killer. So, anyway, Arnold has to go get information from this ex-wife and this kid about this killer so he can bust the case. And so they set up this little sting operation, and they use the kid as bait in the kid's kindergarten class. And, of course, the only way to uh, use the kid as bait effectively and sell a good movie is to put our man Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, the six-foot-four German stud, as a kindergarten teacher with a bunch of little kids, and hilarity ensues. And so, of course, you, you can imagine that uh, this rugged detective ass-kicking cough is not so used to being around little kids and not so used to uh, teaching little kids. And that's, you know, that's the fun in the movies. You've got to see how this cop assimilates, really. And it's, it's a really good movie. It's got uh, Arnold Penelope and Miller is like the love interest. Pamela Reed, plays, Pamela Reed plays as like cop sidekick. And there's a ton of cute little kids that like litter all the famous little kids of like the 90s. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's kind of Kindergarten Cop in a nutshell. What about you? What do you think? Well, yeah, I, I mean, that's pretty much, I mean, that's, you basically sold the movie. What does it mean? That you don't even really need to do the show anymore, obviously. Um, <laughs> Let's just turn it off. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, I mean, you pretty much had everything. Um, one, a couple things to note was, uh, I would say, uh, Penelope Ann Miller uh, played, you know, the love interest, uh, the other, the, the ex, the ex-girlfriend of, uh, of Chris, um, and uh, and I don't know. She's not really that famous, other than the fact that she she played that teacher who had a like a for a major TV movie, the teacher from uh, Seattle who had like sex with like a her sixth grader. Who, oh or, yeah, uh, I met her. When you met her, name? Yeah, what's I I remember the kid's name that she slept with because I thought that kid was so cool. His name was like <laughs> Felipe Vallejo. Oh, what was her uh, name? I, uh, oh, my, oh, anyway. You gotta look that up. You gotta look that I'll, up while we're talking. I'll, I'll look it up, but, um... Oh, Mary Kay Letourneau. Uh, Mary Kay Letourneau was hot. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, she was. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. You met her at a bar once, right? Yeah, I met her at a bar working as a waitress, like, 15 years after the incident happened, and she was still hot. But I remember those first, like, pictures coming down, and I was in, like, eighth grade. And this kid was like a sixth, seventh grader, and I was like, "No flipping way! That lucky dog! Like she was so good looking, and not just like—I mean, it's also like doubly good looking because she was like the kid's teacher, and, and I mean, that's just hot. But you know, not that we condone teachers having sex with sixth graders or whatever. Um, especially, we, well, we, we I don't condone—I don't condone when the when the teacher's a guy, but when the teacher's a girl, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> I can bring up his IMDb, but I, other than this, I can't really he's think in, of... 
No, he's been in some Fairly Brothers movies. Yeah, he was. Yeah, was, he was in. He was in Kingpin. Uh, something about Mary. Um, Black Hawk Down. Those are just like his. His what he's known for. Um, it looks like he's been acting forever though, so he's still doing stuff all the time. Um, yeah, he's kind of a funny little character actor. I I wouldn't say that he was especially good in Kindergarten Cop. I never. I don't remember feeling like he was all that tough or intimidating, really. As far as, like, Arnold's bad guys goes, like, if you look at, like, the hierarchy of, like, Arnold's villains, like, he's definitely near the bottom. Yeah. Um, I mean... um, Predator, number one? Yeah, Predator, (laughs) number one, probably, yeah. (laughs) Predator, uh... Pia Carey, from True Lies? Yeah, yeah. Um, Um, The the red-eye guy in Last Action Hero? pretty badass that he could, like, warp through movies, and he, like, that guy, like, what was cool about that guy was that he, like, summoned the help of, like, the Grim Reaper and, and like, the other um, Jack Jack Arnold villain in that movie. That's what, yeah. that's what I thought was so cool about Last Action Heroes, when that dude started pulling out other monster movie villains to chase Arnold with. I thought mm-hmm. it was just a really cool, like, angle. Yeah, so, but this, but this movie was obviously a little bit more set in reality than, like, Predator, even True Lies. You know, what, well, you know where it was really set? It was really set in Astoria, Oregon, which is yeah, uh, yeah. beautiful. The Goonies beautiful area. If you ever, yeah, Goonies. <laughs> if, you ever get, if you ever get a chance to visit Astoria, we'll highly recommend it. Have you and your wife um, made a trip through there? Yeah, we actually have. We've gone there a couple times. So. Yeah, it's really nice. So anyway. Um, but yeah, um you know, uh, other characters mentioned is uh, like the principal Linda Hunt. Uh, she plays her name in the movies uh, Miss Stalowski, but Linda Hunt is like that. She's that actress that's like really, really, really short and yeah. has that like you know high pitched voice. I want to say that she was in. Um, I want to say I, I probably should look this up, but I feel like she was in um, uh, He Man, uh, the He Man movie. I feel like. I, I don't know if oh, that's really? true, but I feel like she, yeah, she, but you, you, you know, know she, she's kind of famous. He-Man, she won, she won an Academy Award. I didn't even know, I didn't even know that. I looked her up a couple weeks ago. I was like, who is this actress? And I was like, oh, she won an Academy Award for something in like the for early. For He-Man. For no. He-Man. <laughs> you know, I'm not a, you know, I'm not, I love Dolph Lundgren and we'll get to him a little later, but I, He-Man never really did it for me. I, I never really thought it was that good. You, I thought you loved Dolph Lundgren. I do. I just said oh, okay. that, but I didn't like He Man. Oh, you didn't like He Man. Oh, He Man's like a, the like the whole. We're getting really off subject, but like He Man's just like a terrible guilty pleasure. Like it's just like it's such a of bad yours? movie. Yeah, I used to watch it all the time. It was one of those movies that I had on like VHS and like, yeah. like on like, but it was on the HBO like like there's like four movies on one like cassette and it was like yeah. It that was, was one of them. them. And that was one of them. Do you, that and Howard do you remember? Like, I, I think that movie and Howard the Duck were on the same uh, VHS tape. And so I watched oh my Howard God. the Duck and, uh, and, he, and He-Man like so many times when I was a kid. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have a VHS like that. And w- let, which one do you think is worse? Mine had A League of Their Own, Fern Gully, and Ernest Scared Stupid. And I watched that one like a ton. 
And like looking back, I love that. I love I love a League of Their Own. I, I think mine's worse is because I'm these two movies are like known as being like two of the worst, like biggest box stuff as bombs. Like no, I know a League of Their Own oh. was definitely the best, and then Ernest Scared Stupid was okay. Fern Goldie was terrible. Like yeah, I think you're right. I wanted. I I agree. I think yours is worse. I think Howard the Duck <laughs> is the worst of all and could sink any ship. <laughs> um, that's funny. But uh, so but yeah. Back to kindergarten um, cough. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten we've gotten on a lot of tangents. This, uh, <laughs> that's all right. So, but uh, but kindergarten cough. Yeah, I watched this. Movie, I, like I watched it like um when we were like getting ready for. It, I was just like, how can I watch it? It wasn't on Hulu. It wasn't on Netflix. Um, it wasn't on like Amazon Prime without buying it. So I, but it was on actually on Showtime. Like you could on demand it on Showtime. And I watched it, and I was just like, the one, the, one of my favorite parts, and I'll start from the beginning of the movie, um, is that the movie starts off like as a gritty, like kind of like a gritty cop movie. Like you're like watching, yeah. it and you're like, it's like you, it's not a, it's not a kid movie. Well, it's not really a kid movie at all, except, but. Uh, but it, once you get to the story and everything, it becomes a little bit more lighthearted and everything. But in the beginning, it feels like a real, like, Arnold movie. Like, he's, like, chasing down Chris in, like, a mall. And, like, like Chris, like, he like he, take, he kills somebody. Like, and that's, yeah. what, that's what starts the whole thing. But, like, it starts as, like, a greedy, greedy cop movie. And it was, like, it was really good. I mean, at the beginning of it, like, you're, like, watching it, like, years later, you're thinking like, man, this is like, this is pretty intense for a for kindergarten cop. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. That first scene is it's kind of like a cold open in the. Uh-huh. I don't know what they're doing. They're doing some sort of shady deal, Chris, and there's like that drugged out blonde and like her boyfriend. And all I remember mm-hmm. is the boyfriend mispronounces Oregon. He calls it Oregon, and then Chris repeats that. He goes Oregon, and I was thinking nobody in the effing film crew knew that it was pronounced Oregon. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and uh, yeah, so then they get and they get to so they get and they he has to go undercover. Well, he's not going undercover actually. He the his partner. Um, oh, that's his, right. Uh, his, his partner. She goes. She's go. They're going together. He's like going as backup. And Pamela Reed, um, the actress, she uh, she gets sick, and so he has to go fill in for. Fill in for her, and um, yeah, I mean that's kind of sets it up, and then and then it kind of just becomes like a whole shenanigans of like like Arnold having to teach kindergarten, and at the same time trying to like uncover who um, un- uncover who the 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 kids uh, the kid is who, who the kid is, and so he doesn't even know kids, which kid is. Which he doesn't even know which kid it is. And so one of the things he does is like he interviews, like he interviews kids. all the kids, and like it's like this like little montage of him like asking them this question like about their daddy, like, and uh, I just there's one there's these one there's these two little girls they're they're twins, and they always say the most inappropriate things about uh, or I don't know if they say it but like he asks them about like what do you what is your mom like. I forgot what they said, but she's the No, they say our say, mom says that our dad is a real sex machine. Thank you. That's, that's what I was trying to get to. No, but that's, <laughs> I, you're, you're getting to the heart of the movie, really. The best part of the movie and the most rewatchable stuff, and the reason this movie is like lives on everyone's heart, 
is the stuff with Arnold and the kids. Like, <clears throat> it sounds kind of contrived, right? If, if, like, that movie were to come out today with Channing Tatum, I would, like, roll my <laughs> eyes and I would, like, this is a suck. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But, but at the time, for some reason, it was a little bit before all this PC stuff, so Arnold could be a little rough-edged and he could be himself. And Arnold, you know, at the time, Arnold had never really done anything like this. You know what I mean? So it just it just worked for whatever reason. And the yeah. kids were all just really funny. It was good writing. All of the kids were, like, I don't know, quirky. There was the one kid that was obsessed with death. There was one kid that kept saying, boys have penises and girls have vaginas. And, uh, I don't know, there was the one fat kid that was always eating everybody's lunch. <laughs> and, was like, and there was also, like, one, like, little, like, pervy kid who kept on, like, looking up, like, like kids' dresses. And it, it was... Yeah. Yeah, that was me. There, yeah, I'm, was that really you? Were you looking? Were you a, were you a little perv like in elementary school? Well, no, but I do remember this um, thing at our elementary school called Flip Up Friday, where boys <laughs> would like flip up a girl's dress. This is seriously like first grade, so like nobody like called the news or anything. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I remember getting in trouble for that. I, I don't think it was an official thing. I just think it was something the boys told me existed. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, so, let me let me get us back on track here. But um, yeah, I mean, I want to talk. I want to talk more about Flip Up Friday and Throw Up Thursday. <laughs> I I don't. So all right, talk about we. You want to talk about Arnold's mystique? What the what in the world? Did you already say that? Did you already say this? Um, Arnold's mystique. What what, what is Arnold's uh, mystique? Well, is that just, just like, a little bit. Just a little bit what I was mentioning earlier that he he had done like Commando and you know oh, Predator and yeah, uh, yeah. you know help me out what what um, other stuff did he uh, Red I'm, I'm, I'm pulling I mean he, it was the 80s it was he did uh, not Thor but um I mean that was his first Conan, Conan the Barbarian Conan. yeah like uh, you said Commando the Terminator he like he had already yeah like, the first the first Terminator yeah he duh. did the first Terminator um, but like. So, look at actually, so his, uh, he did he did Running Man. So yeah, like Running he, Man. Yeah, th- he like did, his career well, was like he was straight action, homie. Like that's what yeah. it was. Well, like, and, and then, um, like his, in the seventies, he seventies and early eighties, he was he always played the he always played kind of a, like a villain because he didn't have because he didn't speak when he you know most people know the story is that uh, you know he he came to America to be a bodybuilder and to become an actor. And but nobody wanted to cast him because, well, first of all, no one would think Schwarzenegger. Any anyone could ever say the word Schwarzenegger, the name, and and he also couldn't speak very well. He didn't speak English very well, you know. And so, um, he have you ever type- have you ever seen have you ever seen Raw Deal? It was like one of his first. Uh, I've never seen Raw Deal. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good like. Um, I'm pretty sure it's just like the story like this regular guy that gets like mixed up with the mob or something and I feel like it was in like Chicago or Pittsburgh and he's I don't know he it's just like it's vintage Arnold it's like one guy against an army of dudes and he just beats them with badassery but it was kind of like his first one you know and it's not very well publicized anyway so Kindergarten Cop came out in 1990 I believe and, and in 1991 Terminator 2 came out and broke all these box office records and then Arnold really went from being like an action star 
to like an A-list Hollywood celebrity, like with right. or two. But but at this point, this hadn't happened yet, and that's important to realize. So you got this you got this straight action homie dude, you know, nursing little kids in, in kindergarten and playing the soft funny angle, and it was just I, really, I, I, like I said. I said really, I called it a fish out of water story, and yeah, and I, I think I think that's what really sold it to me. I will correct you. Just one, uh, one thing is that he had done he had done twins uh, two years earlier, and twins was uh, directed not by. Good. I mean, twins is not that good, yeah. But it was it was a comedy, and it was directed by it was directed by Ivan Reitman, who also did Kindergarten Cop, and ah, and so that, well, that I mean, makes that, sense. And so, and then, so then, but but really, I would say like, twins in the comedy is not funny though. Kindergarten is funny. Yeah, that's true. Kindergarten cop. Uh, but then uh, this kind of led him to be in more. Um, this kind of led Arnold Schwarzenegger to do comedies like pretty much all the time. Like he went and he did this. He did Terminator Two. Um, he like. He made James Cameron basically make him the the good guy in the movie instead of being the villain again. Uh, like, because in Terminator... He was, funny in, he was funny in True Lies. He was funny in Last Action Hero. Yeah, and then that, and kind of the rest is, you know, history from there. Um, you know, I like to and forget Robin. about... Batman and Robin, like, really, like, funny, really funny in Batman and Robin. Oh, man. <laughs> I wish you hadn't brought up Batman and Robin. I was just about to say that I like to forget about Junior and Twins. I also like to forget about Mr. Freeze. <laughs> uh, junior, yeah, so... Junior was another Ivan Reitman uh, movie. Oh, really? Ivan, Jun- uh, junior is terrible. Man, I, I, can't, I can't stand that movie. It's just awful. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, I it was basically, it was basically they took twins, they took kindergarten cop and just put all the same actors in it and uh and out came junior. Um anyway, so anything else? I mean were you talking about the bad guy a little bit? Uh, you mentioned uh you wanted to mention him. Um, yeah, so he's kinda like this uh he wears like blazers I think and he's got like a long black like ponytail. He's sort of got, like, this long, flowy hair. He's not very tall. But he's got this kind of, like, uh, badass mom who's, like, old but, like, still a badass. She's, like, 70. But she, like, hangs out with him with a gun. And she's, like, evil, too. And him and her are trying to, like, kidnap their son and her grandson from Penelope Ann Miller, who's, like, estranged from their relationship. And, uh, you know, the bad guy wasn't a huge part of the movie. He had that cool opening, as Brennan told us, and then there's this the fun ending is like uh, somebody sets part of the school on fire to chase all the kids out, and Arnold has to go save like the main little kid from his dad in the bathroom, and the mom's hunting him with a gun, and Pamela Reed's there with her gun, and it's kind of this fun little action sequence, but there's not a ton of bad guys throughout the movie, really. It's mostly just Arnold with the kids, and the yeah. real heart of the story is Arnold changing how he feels about kids and, like, softening up to, like, being a family man and all that crap. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's, I mean, it is what the movie's all about. Yeah, and what... I forget what happened at the very... At the very end. Like, do they both die? Does the mom and Chris, do they both die? Or does... Just some, I remember the mom get shot. Or does the mom I thought get he hit just by a watched it. Ba- 
why well, I, I didn't watch the ending of it. <laughs> oh. I, like, I fell asleep and I watched like pretty. Much, I probably watched an hour of it, and then the last thirty minutes or however long the movie is, I think it's like an hour, probably an hour and a half. Um, I uh, so it. Pamela, I didn't watch it. Pamela Reed like either kills or really more or wounds the mother, and and Arnold shoots Chris. So I don't. I, I'm positive Chris is dead. The mother may have lived on like a stretcher. Like I, I seem to remember, there may have been like a stretcher coming out of that school, and that may have had the mother on it. Pamela Reed gets like run over by a car earlier in the scene by the mother, and she comes back and beats her with a baseball bat or something. And um, anyway, so Chris dies. Uh, Arnold like kills him in like the the men's bathroom, and it's it's kind of a cool little scene, and uh, saves the little boy, and you know starts dating Chris. And, oh yeah, that's kind of funny. Is that like Arnold becomes like the new dad for this little boy and the new boyfriend of Penelope Ann Miller. So he essentially like takes Chris's place in this little family. So it's a little understandable why Chris would want to kill him. And uh, <laughs> and if from like Penelope Ann Miller and the little boy's perspective, man, is that an upgrade? Could you imagine having your real dad be like this gross, long, ponytailed, dorky guy in a like a like a vest uh, and like upgrading that to Arnold? <laughs> <laughs> who's like a detective and a teacher. And uh, yeah. So yeah, and I, I think that's kind of the 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 end like the ending of the movie. Well not the ending of the movie, like I think at the end he like he comes back and then uh I I feel like it was like it's like kind of winked at that he's like gonna come back and be a teacher. Like um Yeah. So but other but yeah but I, I wanna yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I'm, I think you're right. Arnold like starts to rethink his life. Does he really want to be a cop anymore, or would he rather enjoy the softer side of life? And doesn't he have like some extra baggage too? Like, isn't he like, isn't he? Because he doesn't like kids, but uh, isn't he also like, doesn't he have like a child that he's like? No, he has, he has like a he has a son that's like far away that he's like he's he feels guilty because he doesn't see him enough. And, like, right. the, the son has kind of, like, moved on with his own stepdad. And so you can see them kind of, like, paving the way for Arnold to abandon his real son and take over Chris's son, <laughs> essentially. Like <laughs> uh, all great uh, American dads. Anyway. So uh, interesting, uh, interesting little, like, interesting, like, little, um, oh, my gosh, um, Anything, something really nope. interesting about this is Bill Murray was originally slated to play uh, Alex Kimball, um, play Arnold really? Schwarzenegger's role. Yeah, and uh, it makes sense. Like Ivan Reitman, you know, Ghostbusters, and um, and so what do you think this movie would have been like had Bill Murray had done it? I think it would have just been a comedy. I don't think they would have had all the action stuff. I don't think they would have had the gritty opening. You know, I don't I don't think they would have had like the violent scene at the end. Bill Murray would have had to would have had to beaten Crisp in a Bill Murray way, you know what I mean? Not in an Arnold way. Otherwise people don't like that. It doesn't work unless unless Bill Murray was trying to like reinvent himself as more of a tough guy, but I've never really seen him do that and I don't really think it would sell so I think I think instead of being like a comedy action, I think it would have just been like sort of just a comedy, right? Yeah, I I, I, mean, I I thought about it, was thinking about it a little bit, and um, 
I mean, I think the movie would have worked. I mean, Bill Murray in 1990 was, like, pretty much at the top of his game. And so, like... Yeah. And so it, it would have been... The movie would have been just as successful as it is today. We'd still probably... We'd probably still look back, back on it, like, fondly, but not not in the same way. Uh, I what do you think we would be... In some sliders alternate... In some sliders alternate reality <laughs> where Bill Murray played it, and you and I in 2017 are doing a podcast about the Bill Murray version of Kindergarten Cop, and then you just brought up, did you know that Arnold Schwarzenegger was the other choice to play Alex Kimball? What what story do you think we would concoct better for that? You know what I mean? Like, what, what would we have predicted an Alex, an Alex Kimball as, as Arnold Schwarzenegger in a world where Bill Murray played Alex Kimball? What do you think we would have said? I think we would have said, man, they really messed up, missed out on a really good movie. If they were, like, think about it, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Bill Murray's role, that would have been crazy. Like, it would have been such yeah. a different movie. I can't believe it. Yeah, we'd be like, like, oh, it would have been funny at all. It would have been a stupid action comedy and those never I, I, no, I think it would, I think it would be good. I think it would have been good if, if Arnold Schwarzenegger would have played the Bill Murray role. Like that? No, but we would we would we wouldn't think that. We think that nothing could compare with the original. Like, oh no, Bill Murray's the king. You can't do that. <laughs> they really what they really should have done is they should have put they should have casted Duff Lundgren in it as a villain. Like it should have been they they should have they should have went out and got a better villain. They should have recast. They should have like yeah they should have got Duff Lundgren or like some other like well known guy. Because, like... Dolph Lundgren like, would have been fine. It's like, you could tell Penelope Ann Miller really is a thing for, like, tall, buff Austrian men. And then you have... Like, no, isn't... Dolph Lundgren's German, isn't he? Yeah, but... You know, you know what I mean? Like, the greater Austria area. Like, but it'd be Austria versus Germany. Like, that's like... It's like a... World War Two. That's like, you know? Yeah, but they, like, <laughs> share a border. They're fine. Anyways. But Germans aren't weird. Germans aren't weird about their territories or peoples or borders, are they? I mean, they're fine. Speaking of so speaking of Dolph Lundgren, though, so in in 2015 they came out with Kindergarten Cop two uh, with Dolph Lundgren. Um, oh, <laughs> so and because you know everybody wanted the sequel. Of kindergarten cops, but <laughs> everyone was clamoring to... for the kindergarten cop sequel twenty five years long. <laughs> exactly, and so, um, and so this movie uh, stars Dolph Lundgren in like the you know the Kim the Kimball role, and then um, <laughs> and then Bill Bellamy's in it because you know Bill Bellamy's been relevant for the last like hasn't been relevant for the last like twenty twenty years at least. <laughs> yeah, it's um, like ninety four. I couldn't tell you anything Bill Bellamy's done. So what? What is uh? What's this? What what was Kindergarten Cop two about? What's your? It's guess? gonna be the. It's it's gonna be what Dolph Lundgren has always been, and that's just a poor substitute for <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like Dolph Lundgren, but he's no Arnold, and it's it's this this is just life art imitating life imitating art right here. Like it's. So, hey, you know who's a bad version of Arnold Schwarzenegger but kind of accomplishes a few of the same boxes? Hey, what about Dolph Lundgren? Yeah, let's cast him in, like, a very similar movie. You know, it's, it's going to be like Dolph Lundgren chasing some little girl this time, and, and he falls in love with the mom against some... You know, it's going to be the exact same story, except there's going to be more girls in it. Like, that's that's New Age remakes. That's all they are. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, 
So, but I'll read you the synopsis. The synopsis is assigned to recover sensitive stolen data. A gruff FBI agent goes undercover as a kindergarten teacher, but the school's liberal and politically correct environment is more than he bargained for. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awful. If Arnold had to be liberal and politically correct, it never would have been funny in Kindergarten Cop. Instead, he was making all the kids out like little military kids. He, like, he like blew whistles at them and he made them march and chants and stuff, you know, like little soldiers. It was fun. Uh, I, I, we can't end, I'll end, the, I'll end the, the, this part of the episode with this. We can't not mention this line of the movie. The greatest, you know, line from, like, probably the 90s is, a. Uh, uh, Boys have a penis and girls have a vagina, and I, I think I, I feel like that that line might have been in the um, in the trailer. No I, way. No, number one, I did mention that earlier. Number two was in the you trailer. Said my never... dad, my, you said my you said my dad's a real sex machine. That's the line you said. Yeah. Then I said there was other little kids saying inappropriate things, like the kid that said that's always talking about boys having penises and girls having vaginas. I have to rewind and, that and make sure that was true. Well, fine, fine. You rewind it. Number three, the best, the best line in the movie is, "It's not a tumor." That's the best line. <laughs> <laughs> the little kid, the little kid that's obsessed with death, is always trying to convince Arnold that he's dying. <laughs> and there's this one scene where Arnold's like, Arnold's like holding his head, and he goes, "Oh, I have a headache." And the little kid goes, "Maybe it's a tumor." <laughs> <laughs> and quickly Arnold like snaps at him and goes, "It's not a tumor, not a tumor." <laughs> that, anyway, um, can you thank the fans real fast and then close us out? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so our last episode, um, you know, uh, we had a lot of we had lots of people liking it. A lot of a lot of listeners. Um, I want to thank Nathan Ludwig. Um, I want to thank Bob Mish, Omar Eskenami. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot more. Um, Price Fisher, Jonathan Pepperly, Bobby Ash, Absher, um, and Bobby Absher has. Uh, he's actually he's been he's been commenting a lot of our episodes, going back and commenting. Um, hey, Dennis, shout out to Bobby. <laughs> Dennis Dennis Joshua Gonzalez. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to the show and uh, tagging your friends and letting them know, you know, about your your favorite '90s movies. You know, as, as always, you can email the show at um, super ninety ninety brothers all spelled out um, at gmail dot com, um, so you can get us there. And yeah, thanks for listening to the show. It's, I mean, uh, we we've been gone for a while, but we'll be back again on a weekly basis for you know for the foreseeable future until we until we decide to take a break again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank, seriously, guys, really appreciate you sharing our show, liking our show. Um, please find us on iTunes. Search for Super 90s Bros and give us a five-star review. It would mean a lot to us. Uh, you can follow us, email us at fantasy in the – or excuse me, email us at <laughs> super90sbrothers at gmail.com. For Brennan Pointer, I am Adam J. Pittsburgh, and this has been another awesome episode of Super 90s Bros. We will catch you next time. Peace out. Peace. It's not a tumor. Ha, 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 ha.